We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Also, another positive with menopause is it also means that if you want it to be, you could be in Menopause the Musical, which is a musical that's always oh. doing the rounds in Ireland. Really? Is it? Menopause the Musical, Twink is always doing it, Linda Martin's bade from doing it. Really? I think they had a fallout, did they? Rebecca Storm, we're starting a petition. Get Lauren oh, Mahin into Menopause the Musical. I don't even know. Now, I've never been to see it. I've seen it advertised, and I know Twink always has her face in the poster. So, <laughs> we're going to get you. Okay. Now, I'm not sure how well you'd get on with the cast. There's a few divas there. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hey girlies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Woo! Now, struggling with the woo. I was just going to say, don't go up that high, babe. That woo was a struggle for me, girlies. You might think that it's a Kevin imposter, but no, it actually is Kevin. He's just a bit raspy. It's actually just me, myself and I. Now, does the rasp kind of suit me as a bit more mysterious? I feel like everyone with a raspy voice just sounds sexier. Sexier, but also a bit annoying. You know, the girlies who have a raspy voice because they're bad from talking too much. Wait, is that me? <laughs> no, they're bad from fags. That's what they're Oh, it's the fags. Voice. Yeah, it's the fags. But I do love, I love a singer with a raspy voice. I love a singer with a raspy voice as well. But girlies, the cause of my rasp is, well, we were out Saturday night at a Britney night. Yeah. It was a scream. Very much impromptu. Oops, spur of the we moment. did it again on Saturday night, girlies. <laughs> We did it again And it was so much Feckin fun It was rough We were sweating Now PJ kept picking me up At random intervals He'd yeah. just come up behind me And he'd go Prep and jump And I'd be like What? So I got it I just When you're drunk And you just get something in your head I just got addicted to Like doing a passage Yeah Lifting it was people above my head It's a dancer in me girlie. Now I was loving it at the time And I thought I was being Like <laughs> held Six foot in the air Yeah Arms locked But I was just floundering Over your shoulder There was a video And we thought we were like 
iconic. We thought we were from the Bolshoi Ballet. Yeah. Um, but we were not. It was very much fisherman caught a fish and it was flapping all over the gap. That's what I was doing. Also, my eyes were rolling back in my head when <laughs> we do the lift. For some reason, when I go back, I go like that. <laughs> you were loving. I was kind of loving it. So we had that the Saturday night. Also, it was on in Working Men's Club. If you don't know by now, iconic disco ball, iconic neon love heart, Gorgeous. and iconic pole, right? PJ was locked. Well, you said that in caps there. Yeah, well, you were locked with a capital. I now. was. You were that locked. locked. Anyway, you well, was I was going to say you could use it as an excuse because, anyway, I see PJ making his way to the pole and I'm like, this is going to be good. The boy skipping around the pole for eight counts of eight. I, I was thought I screaming. did well, lads. You Cause, did. Because I don't know how to pole dance, so I just leant against the pole That's and the thing. danced. Anyway, the next morning, then she was teaching two of her spin classes back to back. She was going hell for leather and I get very excited when I'm teaching my Spain girlies. You'll know if you're there. And voice is shanks, basically. The voice is fucked. I thought we were going to have to call Manuka. Thought we were going to have to cancel the record, to be honest. But you know well, what? Well, that was a bit dramatic. I'm a soldier and I'm going to I'm gonna carry through. I was kind of loving the dramatics last night. It was the dramatics of Kevin being like, we might need to cancel the record tomorrow. I was texting PJ, telling him I was on vocal rest. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, very, very raspy. <laughs> now, my voice was gone last night. Yeah, but it, if, even now when I'm talking to you, it still sounds a bit sore. It sounds restricted. But babe, if Gaga can do a world tour and do oh no, she cancelled that as she well. She cancelled, you see. Okay. Body comes first and I have to look after my have instrument. You been, this is um, my moneymaker, Don. Have you been uh, steaming? I haven't. See, I should really. And see, the thing is, I do think it's a small bit embarrassing. Obviously, people who are listening who are aware of the fact that I'm theatre trained yeah. would be saying he's obviously not warmed up properly, etc. And I just want people to know, and if there's any casting directors out there listening, know that I take what I do very seriously. But you need to do your door and means before you go into the spin. That's maybe what I need to do. Maybe I need to just warm into it. Or again, I know I said this before, don't sing along to every track. Mm, I don't know, then I'm compromising my class. <laughs> They're coming for a show. They're coming for a show, but enough me plugging my spin class. What else have you been up to? What else have we been up to? I feel like... Your new tattoo hasn't gotten a mention yet. Oh yeah, I got and a new it's tattoo. actually gorgeous. Thanks, and I love babe. when you wear all black and when it, it kind of like stands out. Then thanks. So she got new. Call me Kat Van D. <laughs> she got a new tat. I love it. Now I, there are two cherubs. And when I got it first, I was kind of panicking because I was like, as she was tattooing me, yeah. I was like, is it weird that I'm getting two babies tattooed mm. on my body? And not just two babies, two naked babies. Two naked babies. But I think they look stunning. Yeah, I'm kind of, I love them. Now, is there any significance behind them? Or are just like, oh, I love the They're look pretty. of the tattoos. They're pretty. Yeah, cute. But right? I love that. I looked it up afterwards and I think it means I believe in a higher power, but I don't like. I feel like we had, we had a picture of that in our bathroom when we were younger, in the downstairs bathroom. I just think they're dosy. I'm going to get loads more. I'm getting a snake there at the end of the month. Where? I think, I don't know, I might go neck. Visible? Yeah. See, the thing is, my only concern, I love all these tattoos for you. Yeah. And I love the aesthetic. And I do think what I'm thinking is almost like a bit archaic, old mind thinking. But I'm thinking of the powers that be and how we're going to get into the game. But if we want to transition to family TV, are you a bit extreme? I'm very clean caught. I'm kind of yeah, giving I you... Yeah, I wouldn't want to work somewhere that like wouldn't let me work there because I have a tattoo. That would be bullshit. But you'd be okay with me taking the gig then? Yeah. Really? Go to CVB's, babe. Give me your hand. You go to CVB's. Give me your hand. I love you to bits. MTV, I'll go to you girls. Now, are you putting on the rasp? Because it's getting raspier. It's getting raspier, but that's because we're talking. Here I was sucking the soothers all day yesterday. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the lads in my primary school who made a small business out of buying <laughs> soothers from O'Driscoll's around the corner from St Anthony's and they used to come into school and sell the soothers and they made a 
bomb. Go off, entrepreneur. I feel like there's always those kids in school who buy the bits in school and then supply the whole yard. And their dads are always tylers or like self-made, like tradesmen, and they know how to turn turn a coin. And I feel like... The dad's almost planted the seed. They planted you know what I mean? the seed and they're taking a cut. They're taking 10%. They couldn't say boo to us if we had strepsis in school because all you say back to him is be like, my throat's sore, they're medicine. That was the and best And then you look the teacher ever. dead in the eye <laughs> and you just put the strepsis in your mouth and you go, yeah, it's medicine, you can't say nothing to me and I'm going to eat it in front of you in class. I feel like we need to give a very special mention to a close friend of ours, a fan of the pod, Roy Keane. Oh, Roy. Turns 50 today. Happy birthday, baby. Gee, because God, you don't look a day over 30. Fab, 50 and thriving. Honestly, you are thriving, Roy Keane, and we we love you to bits. Happy birthday, Roy. Happy birthday, Roy. (laughs) Okay, catch up over. Let's get on to the theme. Let's get on to the theme, girls. The theme for this week is... The importance of community. Alexa. Community. Play You Got a Friend in Me by Randy Newman. I had to Google who sang it. I thought it was just Toy Story like. Did I say community word? Kind of American y, but I kind of liked it. I I was giving you CSP teacher. Community. CSP teacher. (laughs) Let me turn her off. Oh! Now, I just want to do a box step and stroll around casually. I want to make pancakes. Put on a Stetson. That's the one thing. Every gay is dressing up as a cowboy these days. Every gay. Woody Fun Rotting. You got, got a friend in me. Baby, See, can't I can't sing. hit that, but I'm still, I'm still getting there now. When you're, <laughs> you're struggling. And you're miles and miles from your nice This is this song is like feels like a hug. Yeah. Got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Listen to this, bitch us. Go off, penis. Alexa. Stop. If I did music for the Leaving Cert, I'd have done that song. How could the examiner not give you a good grade and you're playing that bomb? It's like a slight smirk in a sway. You have yeah. to just do it. You can't not smile when you're singing it. If you're, you're depressed, turn that song on and you yeah. won't be anymore. Turn that song on, make your bed and have a hot liquid and you're sorted. <laughs> Depression <laughs> cured. We're joking, obviously. Obviously, we're joking. Toy Story. Love it. Did scare me a bit, though. Because, right, so in Toy Story, obviously all the toys come alive, right? So as a child, I just believed that all my toys came alive when I was asleep. You'd have been delighted. They were all action men. No, I was obsessed. No, I was shitting myself. <laughs> because as well, I'd like, if my aunt was like, oh, come on, we clear out your room and get rid of a few toys. Me. No, I'm going to hurt their feelings. I was so okay. panicked that I'd hurt their feelings by throwing them away. So I just, just became a hoarder. So Toy Story basically just made me a hoarder. I was very close to my teddies as well. No, I didn't fear that they were going to come alive, but I just kind of felt an attachment. Did you feel them. like they had feelings though? I used to kiss one of them every night. Oh, like your yeah. baby. Not like my baby, just like my teddy, like. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Did you have, was it like a teddy like that you always brought to bed with you? It wasn't a teddy bear, it was a dinosaur, like. It was a proper dinosaur, I used to be loving it. Barney. No, it was like, <laughs> it actually wasn't Barney, it was... A it, discounted version of Barney. It actually was like an actual dinosaur. Like, no shade Barney. Like, what do you mean? Like, stunning or whatever. <laughs> but like, it would look like a dinosaur, like. Like Barney does. No, Barney looks like like a man trying to be a dinosaur, like standing up like that. <laughs> and he's talking. I remember on that, one of the lads in my estate had a Barney outfit, right? Barney the dinosaur. Okay. Your fella. Stay with us, girls. Your fella's your obsessed with. But I remember <laughs> my sister was obsessed with Barney. And anyway, somehow she got her freaking hands on it. Like whether she asked or what. I yeah. think she went over to the, the house. I was like, can I try it on? 
Anyway, we couldn't get her out of it for the day. She was literally going around the gap and she was literally like, take a picture of him. Literally. <laughs> Sarah's buzzing. All the photos from that day were just Sarah beaming, going around this brownie outfit. Oh. But it wasn't even hers. If I was your man, I'd have been raging. I'd been like, raging. get out of it. Do you know what I mean? My favourite one from Barney is the small yellow one. Is it, was her name Misty? No, it was something anyway. Do you know the other one, the younger one with the bow and she's, she's yellow. There's a green baby bop. Green baby bop. Now, your memory worries me. She was serving pussy cunt though. <laughs> she was Kiki in the house down It boots. was her voice. She was working everything. Also, I know we have Sesame Street and stuff these days and they're all oh, like barely. dealing with like good things and stuff, right? But the reason I never let the water run to this day is because of Barney. Oh, environmentalist. Never let the water run. That was like, I remember just thinking, if I'm to let the water run, then I have failed. You know what I mean? They really say... And that all came from Barney. Stop global warming. They literally, Barney was like one of the front runners and he was one of the pioneers when it came to like protecting the planet. (laughs) Anyway, girls, the theme for this week is community. Yeah, community is so important, especially for people who feel like alone or othered. You know what I mean? So like the queer community, we found a huge one online when we first came out and also from the podcast, our girlies, the queer community now. Yeah. I just think there's a power in it because for people, for example, who listen to the podcast... Like, they're feeling a bit down, their friend recommends the podcast, they listen to it, and then they have something to talk about, and then they kind of are yeah. in the community and feel like they, what, say if we're talking about mental health on the podcast, they can talk to each other about it, and it kind of, yeah. I don't know, it's all quite, quite nice, like a support group. Yeah, like, because obviously you have your friendship group going up, right? Yeah. And then it's only that when you kind of begin to branch out, and as you grow older and go through life, you actually meet people or meet groups, and you're like, oh, actually, I feel part of this community yeah. and it's actually a lovely feeling mm-hmm. like even being in London like what I think is amazing is like there's this gorgeous like Irish community here as well yeah, it and is everyone serious. just bonding over the fact that you know we're mad about Ireland or that we miss home or that we're like you know pursuing something over here yeah. even like last night like I was over in um, Morrison's had to pop out even though I'd done the shop in the afternoon we were out of tea bags. Now, I will say I did buy the last box as well. I was waiting. It was definitely your turn, I, I would say, waiting. with the berries. I just waited for the pod now to air you and put you on blast. <laughs> but I actually nabbed the last box of berries, right? Yeah. And I just put up a picture on my Instagram and I was like, job, like yeah. last box, bitches. Do you know what I mean? Now, also, berries, I shouldn't be putting you near my story because the amount of free airtime you're getting off just me. Just send us boxes, girl. Just send, just send us tea. It's actually embarrassing. We're actually... It's begging, actually embarrassing. We're begging, for we're begging. I've never begged for anything Barry's tea. <laughs> My voice is fecked and you're making me so angry that I'm shouting. I have never yelled at a girl like this. <laughs> right? We were rooting for you, Barry. See, we were all rooting for you. So I'm over there and I took a picture of it, put it up. And then so many people messaged me and were like, oh my God, like, where is this? Now, girlies, I did tag Morrison Stratford so you wouldn't have to ask All me. the Irish in London. We'll get over that. But people are like, oh my God, like, where'd you get that? Because obviously they want a cup as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Going about buying it. But one person even got onto me who I never met. Now, forgive me, the, the name escapes me. <laughs> um, but messaged me to say that she was home in Donegal, right? Yeah. And she was like, I'm back over in the next week or so is there anything you need from home anything else like any other home comforts like that you need and I was literally like broken hearted then I was like oh my god and then I was like making a list I was like I wouldn't wouldn't mind a mint crisp you know what I mean they've no (laughs) mint crisp over here but I was like obviously I'm not going to ask her for these things but I was like the fact that she offered 
Yeah, it's so lovely. And like Lindsay as well is always talking about how close obviously everyone in Australia just hang around, hangs around with Irish people. Like, but that's but that's community and I think yeah. as well Irish people grow up and community is so important, especially for those uh, like rural areas, yeah. right? Where like everyone kind of knows everyone and like, you know, you'd pop next door if you needed something yeah. or like you pop up the road if you needed someone to watch the kids. Mm, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's and really important. Yeah, and she's saying they always have each other's back and there's, they're always a phone call away and stuff. And I do think that's like the part, we spoke of this before on our social media set, but like the positive side of social media is that there are these groups like Facebook groups like Irish in London, Irish in Oz and stuff like that, that you can connect with people yeah. and like you feel, still feel like you have a support group in place. Yeah, completely. Like, even my friend just had a baby um, and she was like, as a new mum, she found like a community of new mums online that like talk about stuff that people aren't talking about about being yeah. a new mother and the struggles you go through that if she didn't have access to that type, those type of people online, she would just feel like she's failing. You she know what I mean? Yeah, she wasn't doing it as well. So it is so important to connect with these people and make sure you have a support group in place because no one can do it alone. No, exactly. And, like, even for ourselves, like, with the podcast, I know we set it up, like, you know, just with the intentions of us having a chat, doing something creative and stuff. But obviously, as time has gone on, we've obviously realised that people are finding a community within it themselves. Yeah. And it's just helping them feel more connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, again, for the expats, for the people who are, like, living away from home. I know the girlies back in Ireland love us as well, girlies. <laughs> you know, it's not going amiss. We love the support. But for people who are away, there's nothing more heartwarming than when people are like, oh, I was really suffering with homesickness mm -hmm. this week. Like, I haven't seen my family in this long and, you know... I'm a million miles away from friends and my loved ones. Just to help people feel a bit closer, it's been really important. And that's been a really good payoff for the podcast because, you know, that's lovely to hear about. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? I'm like, no, oh my God, it. look at me curing homesickness. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> prescribe me at the pharmacy. I'll write your prescription and you're sorted. So community is so important, girlies, especially if you're going through something life-changing. Yeah, completely. Uh, and when we talk about this episode, we were like, we have to get on our friend who's built an incredible community, Lauren Mahan. Lauren founded Girl V Cancer following her breast cancer diagnosis in 2016 and then became one of the hosts of the award-winning podcast You, Me and the Big C, which offers a no-holds-barred look into the life of those who are members of the coolest club you never want to be a part of. Since then, she's gone on to raise thousands of pounds for cancer charities in the UK through the sale of her iconic merch. She's the epitome of boss babe energy. I had to put that line in. Oh, I love it! In 2019, she scooped up the Triumph Award at the Stylist Remarkable Women Awards. And in that same year, she was named on the BBC 100 Remarkable Women list. Excuse me. She's got hair like Demi and a gob like Dyer. They're her own words, by the way. We need to look into that further in a second. She's an absolute scream and we're very fortunate to call her our friend. Welcome, Lauren Mahon! I love what when, I love when Kevin gets all like presenter. It was very showbiz. I went to town on the intro. I had to. I had to. I had to. I had to. That was that was such a wonderful intro. Well no, done. But come here. Where are the lies? All of his truth. I'm uh, just spilling. Yes. I'm just spilling tea, spilling facts. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to say I'm going to be modest. I'm not. That is. That is. That is me. You're so an icon. Me. But it's so weird because we've been friends for ages now, and I never knew you were on the hundred. Remarkable women's list. It's really weird because obviously my family says it to me as well. Life has been so mental since this all kicked off. Yeah. And 
I, I can't even keep up with myself. Yeah. I was just saying <laughs> to Kev just before, I was like, in the last 24 hours, I've been, I've been sick, I'm recovering from COVID, right? Mm-hmm. In the last 24 hours, I've been asked to go on Ovi from Love Island's podcast. <gasps> I've, I've been told I've been nominated for the fabulous Good Influence Award. Woo! And what was the other thing? I stopped taking in information when you said the name Ovi. I was like, yeah. oh my God. There's there was too many else things happening. Yeah, and it's just all, oh, I'm doing something with Stand Up to Cancer. Stand Up to Cancer, yeah. And it's Stunning. all happening, and things happen so fast that I forget because you look, I'm, I'm me to you look like. I yeah. don't know really yeah. about work. You're just mm. you. Just no, but me. it is because we just be like, we be dancing in a field in the Hackney Marshes. And then like, <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like, oh no way, she, she's going collecting her webby in fucking New York <laughs> yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Nice. I yeah. can, I can behave. Oh my God, I didn't even mention the webby. Yeah, that was mental. I li- literally, as soon as I got nominated for that webby, like as someone who's worked in digital media yeah. for, for near on a decade now, like, that is really prestigious. Oh, and like for people listening, the Webbies is like the Oscars, right? For yeah. people who work in digital media. It's huge. And Unreal. when I got nominated, I was like, pardonnez-moi. I was like, what? <laughs> Kevin, your laptop. Sorry. Kevin, <laughs> just spat water everywhere. Pardonnez-moi in your accents. You cannot speak French, baby. <laughs> you can. That? Don't let him put you down. Listen. You just murdered the language. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. Pardonnez-moi. You just murdered your laptop. Sorry, baby. that is the point. Sorry. I, did I get it on you, baby? No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you swear Kevin is fluent in French. <laughs> no, but it was a pardonnez-moi. I loved it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Pardonnez-moi. Um, but yes, as I was saying, <laughs> before you were rudely on, spat on, we need to delete that video. <laughs> no, footage. I want it's it. Please so leave now. <laughs> I want, can I use it just for my channel? Yeah, Thank you very much. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, when they nominated me, I couldn't go over it, and I was on a mission then. I, I said because it was a nominated thing, you had to get votes, mm-hmm. and yeah, I thought yeah, there's yeah. no way I'm going to win this. And it, yeah, the votes came in, and people. The votes came in. They came in, and yeah, it the was votes amazing. have been counted and verified. But I did say, I said to myself, if I win, I'm going to New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Of oh my god, yeah. And I did, yeah, yeah I did. Sat, sat behind uh, Michael Douglas. Oh my god. Yeah. I screaming, PJ doesn't know who. No, he is. I know who Michael <laughs> Douglas is. Now I couldn't pick him out if you showed me a few pickies. This is amazing. PJ doesn't know who any celebrities are. Well, I know who Lara Mann is. Yeah, that's the only one you need to know. We were were researching like interviews before you came Mm. on, right? Why does everyone pronounce your second name wrong? It's Mahan, right? It's Mahan, but you're Irish, so you get it. So we don't know why in my family. Obviously, I'm of Irish ancestry. Very proud of my Irish Irish ancestry. I'm trying to learn to talk again because it's Fucking new jaw. She had her um, jewelry set. I had my jewelry set. There's a lot more room for a lot more activities. Just <laughs> ever. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll have to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I. It, it comes from. It's Irish. Yeah. It's Mahin. Mahin is a gaff in Cork. Our friend uh, Craig's from Mahin. Mahin. And it's a shopping centre in Cork. <laughs> yeah. shopping, very famous shopping centre. It's Mahin. Farmers Market but on my a Thursday. Dad, but my dad's family are British. Yeah. So we don't know where the name comes from in relation to my dad's an- ancestry. And mm-hmm. then it's like, but who made it mine? Because it's Mahan. Anyway, so we're talking about communities. Mm-hmm. And obviously you've built an incredible community, yep. both online and off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And take us back to when it all started back in 2016, when you were first diagnosed. Well, yeah, I found a lump in my boob. And okay. they're very small boobs. So <laughs> it was quite easy to find. But actually, I wasn't checking. So actually, the, the wonderful thing about this is I actually found it whilst having a wank. Really? Really? I like to grab my breast in the throes of passion, I've realised. I love that for you. Yeah, I grabbed my boob and I was like, oh, what's that? And felt a lot. killer. I know. Yeah. A little bit. It's finished, obviously. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, no good stopping you. Yeah, but I, I I didn't really think anything of it. You don't. I'm 31. 
I didn't think breast cancer was an issue. I thought you'd have a significant bust to mm-hmm. get breast cancer. And then, yeah, like it took about three months for me to actually go and get it properly checked. Okay. And when the news came back that it was cancer, I was just so sideswiped. <sighs> like literally, I always use the analogy of remember when Madonna's coat got, cloak got ripped at the Brits and she like went backwards? Yeah. It was like that kind of a moment. Okay. It's like, whoop. Okay. Like, it's like a whiplash. Yeah. And it's so strange. And immediately, I, I just didn't know where to go. Because I didn't know anyone else who had cancer at my age. Yeah. I knew yeah. one person, one girl, and it was a different kind of cancer to mine. But then as soon as I started going through the process of a cancer diagnosis, I started going for scans, started finding out what treatment I was going to have, mm-hmm. all that stuff, I was looking for information. It was all aimed at women in like their 50s. And that's no shade because yeah. mm-hmm. fabulous at 50, I'm, I'm going to be. Yeah. Um, but as a woman who has just turned 31... And is single and living her best life in London, wants to go out drinking, partying, having loads of lovely casual sex. The stuff that is online is for women who have had their children and who are married Mm -hmm. and like all that kind of stuff. And you feel like the prime of your life physically and stuff as well. So it it was a different kind of pill to swallow. And then just as well, like the pity, the pity that comes with diagnosis dudes. Like people don't mean it and they mean well, but Of course. You stop being Lauren, you start being a cancer patient. And, okay. And I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm still me. Things are going to mm. get a bit hairy, well, hairless, to be fair, <laughs> for a while. But I'm going to be all right and I'm going to be me again. This is just really severe and it's really shit. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be, it is what it is. It is what it is. And so for me, it all really started as a need to find someone like me to talk to. Mm-hmm. Because I just wanted someone to talk to me on a level like how I would talk to someone. Go down the pub, have a pint and say, look, this is what you're in for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also did, I wanted to kind of have some way of controlling people's perception of what I was going through. I didn't want people to feel sorry for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to understand and, and I wanted them to empower and support me, but really get an idea of what it is to go through cancer, especially as a young adult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started talking about it online. Girl versus cancer was the hashtag. How it wasn't taken, have no idea. Literally, no, I, that's like iconic, the fact that it was like made for you almost. It was Dude. like the stars aligned with that. And I literally made my little logo in a Word document. Oh. oh. Yeah, and then I like, when I learned to do Photoshop, to put it in a little PSD. I was very proud Jeez. of it. Um, yeah, and it just went from there. I started sharing my story and then the minute I started talking about having cancer... Loads of other women who have been through cancer, young women, started popping up going, I went through this a couple of years ago, or I'm going through this now. And we found each other in in a way that was so different to what was currently on offer. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if you've ever been on any kind of forum that's to do with health. Me every Sunday when I wake up hungover. And you're like, can a hangover kill me? Yeah. (laughs) Am I going to die? Yeah, yeah, basically. And that's what happens. It's the same as Dr. Google. You're worried about chemo so you'll go onto a, a charity website yeah. you'll go mm-hmm. on the forums for your and look for your specific type of chemotherapy and all that will come up a loads of forums of really scary side effects and you start to realize that people only talk about the rubbish stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. no one goes like you know even like what we're going through now the vaccination you'll only hear people go oh it wiped me out you don't yeah. hear people going i had a vaccine it's fine because no one talks about it yeah. if it's mm-hmm. fine you're so right. And as well, those sites are quite cold as well. Yeah. So it's just like you you feel like you're speaking to like this like, like really, there's no love there. Or there's no like personality. There's no fun. And you need that when you're like obviously freaking out. You need someone to make you laugh and raise a mm-hmm. smile, you know. And exactly. And also you can't, you don't know who that person is. Like you can kind of get a feel for a person. They're the same kind of person as you. Like do you relate to what they're going through? Because someone's attitude towards what they're going through compared to yours might be different. Because yeah. your life stages mm-hmm. or your lifestyles, like what who, who you are. Yeah. And, and so I 
yeah, I really struggled with those forums. And, I, mm-hmm. and having that community on Instagram mm-hmm. made such a difference to me because I could literally be laying there at 3 a.m., really, really high on steroids, really scared about something or worried or just stressed. And I could literally put something up on... This was when stories really just started launching yeah. as well on Instagram. <laughs> so, like, I could put something up and someone would respond and go, oh, my God, me too. This really helps with sleep. Or, like, don't worry, this passes. Mm-hmm. And it's that shared experience and that bond that only someone who's been through what you've been through understands. Mm-hmm. And it's not like your friends and family don't care. Of course they do. And they're there for you in so many other ways, but they're never going to get it. And you don't want them to get it because it means that I've had to have been ill. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it makes so much sense now. Yeah. So like I, it, for me, it was just, it was a way of me controlling the perception, but also a way of supporting myself and future Lauren's. I thought, if there's a future Lauren that's about to get diagnosed, I wanted to find this one. And I wanted to yeah. go, okay, so this is how it works Mm -hmm. um and then the rest i guess i say is history i don't really understand (laughs) how i'm at this point i'm at now but it just snowballed literally it got so big also you're a grafter you never freaking stop i am like that though like that's been me way before okay cancer like i always spin plate you're an east london girl I'm actually a Southwest London girl, oh, but South I live West. up in East London. <laughs> you really, you really committed. To I thought at the moment there. <laughs> no, but everyone assumes I am from East London because of where I talk. This is what London is actually sound like. I can't I, believe. I'm it. kind of similar to it work-wise as well. Like I love like having a project. Did it kind? Of, I feel like did it give you a bit of purpose? Kind of keep you sane during it? You know what 100%. I mean? Hundred percent. Like yeah. my mum laughs now because she used to come into my room. Like she'd wake up at three a.m. And like, or I don't know why I keep saying 3am, it's apparently my favourite time of night. <laughs> but, um, and she'd see the light coming from my room and I'd have like some kind of box set, watch Gossip Girl, obviously that was the first thing I watched. Sunny. And like, the light would be on the TV and I'd just be sat there and she'd be like, Laurie, you need to sleep. I'm yeah. like, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. So I had to channel the energy into something. And for me, that was girl versus cancer. Mm-hmm. So like, it would be like doing the fundraising event for the Copperfield, which was the first one I did. And like, coming up with the idea of t-shirts, sourcing them, you know, coming up with trying to teach myself how to use Photoshop and things yeah. like make the graphics for mm-hmm. it. And I've always been someone who's had blogs and like it all started with MySpace guys, when you when you could like edit the HTML yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. Stunning. Oh my god, mine used to be pink and glittery the background. And when you went on it it started playing flowers. I bring you flowers. Oh my god. That's how I wanted my Bebo page to look, but mm. I couldn't because I, I was used heavy to in custom Bebo skins. I used yeah. to custom skins on Bebo. Oh you yeah. were one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah I just... used to remember those phone that you could actually design the back cover for your phone and slip it and in. And it was cut out. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was cut out. I used to love doing that. Now they all look shocking. I had a Trish yeah. Stratus one from WWE. Remember her? He was obsessed with wrestling. I, I, I used to paint all my, um, when you get the face off, so knock your face off, so I used to paint, my mum used to go mad because she'd buy me these phones, get these like really nice covers and I used to cover them in like glittery nail varnish. Oh <laughs> but when you first got that diagnosis, right, because obviously, as you said, young girl, you were like, you know, this doesn't happen to people my age, people mm. like me or whatever. And I know this is at the like complete opposite mm. end of the spectrum. I had a nervous breakdown there mm. at Christmas because I went home to a dentist and I opened my mouth and she said, oh my God, I think you need a gum graft. I now was like <laughs> someone who had just been delivered the worst news of my life. I came out, I rang my mum. I was like, click me now. 
My mum found me. I was on my well, knees, like outside the dentist. Cancer news, but I'm babe. like, for you, don't ever get cancer, babe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. please. I, I was like listening to like um, a few of the other podcasts that you've done, right? Mm. And any time like you're talking about it, obviously like it was a huge blow. But you just have such a great outlook on it. As have like you always been this positive person, or what? I, energy levels, yeah, I have. I, yeah. I'm just. I've got a lot of love to give. I've got a lot of energy. And I just feel like, as someone, I've always struggled with my mental health and I have done since I was young. Yeah. Younger, way younger. I got diagnosed with anxiety and depression in my mid-twenties. And I probably had had it since I was about 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think, having done all that work on my mental health, now it's like, I almost can't let myself exist in a place that is like down and out or woe is me because mm-hmm. it does me no favours. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to be in this space where I'm like, no, let's get on with it. Yeah. Let's do it. Like allow myself to wallow and process when I need to. Yeah. But I'm so, I love people and I love life and I'm so grateful to be here. So that's the energy that I put out. Yeah. And I love I mean? that because like, I love that you're positive, but it's not that toxic positivity. You know, you're oh. glass half full, oh but you're a realist yeah. as well. Oh, I'm such you a show, realist. You show the both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, that's what I love. You're you like, your Instagram page is so beautifully curated, mm-hmm. right? And you, you know that you have like this background mm-hmm. in like social media and stuff because you're on it. Mm-hmm. And then your story, like you'd be waking up in the bed and you'd be like, oh Prostate. my God. Yeah. <laughs> no shade. No, no, but it's true. You know what I mean? I'm right, seeing so some eye sleep in there in the corner of the eye <laughs> and you don't give a shit. I don't, because you know what? When I had cancer and I had to show myself at my most weak, I was rubble. Yeah. That changed everything. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if you start only showing a version of yourself through a certain lens, that's, yeah. not, babe, that's not how you look in real life. Completely. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is, if I go to bed with someone and they wake up me the next day, they're seeing who they see on Instagram. So that's true. me. Mm-hmm. Like, and it helps me. It's a self-acceptance thing. It really yeah. is. None of us are immune from mm-hmm. feeling a way about ourselves because yeah. of society. Mm-hmm. And especially social media. Like, you've got to think... I guess you guys are similar. Like, I'm social media age. I remember a time when there wasn't it. Mm-hmm. And so the, the way that society's progressed and changed as a result of social media, I am so aware of it now. Yeah, and I, I don't... I already say enough nasty things about myself that I have to kind of bat off every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to then add another layer of a social media filter. Like, I don't use filters on my Instagram stories mm-hmm. of my faces. I just don't. Neither do I. I look stupid with filters on. Yeah. Any of the filters but don't also work it's on dangerous because you can then get addicted to looking like that yeah. filter, yeah. and then you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, "What That's the fuck?" What it is. That's you not don't, my face. It's a, it's a form. It's a way. It's for me. It's self acceptance. It's showing myself yeah. as I am every single day. Yeah. And you start becoming numb to it. You stop looking at yourself thinking, "Oh, yeah." You just look. Oh, that's that's me then. That's yeah. Me. And that has really helped me to actually just feel. Like, I don't walk around going, oh, I'm fabulous. But for the first time in my life, I'd look at myself in the mirror and I don't hate what I see. I'm like, yeah. look, you look good, girl. And as well, you do need to, like, look at yourself some days and just be like, I am hot. Like, yeah, I think that's completely. really powerful. Even if I'm, mm. like, not feeling 100%, but I look in the mirror and I'm like, no, come on, mm. you're a hot bitch today. And like, you just move that's on. exactly what you said. It's feeling. Yeah. Like, you look the same as you did yesterday, the same yeah. as you did an hour ago. Yeah. It's yeah. how you feel in your body. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can look in the mirror and go, oh, I feel like shit today, yeah. rather yeah. than going, I look like it, because yeah. you don't yeah. look like it, babe. Completely. You Sex is a state of mind. Sex is a state of mind, we always say it here. Put but that like, in your next t shirt, son. <laughs> oh, honey. <tell laughs> but, like, but, like, even with myself, like, the amount of thought that goes into me posting a photo on Instagram and nine times out of ten I'm just like ah I don't need to post it and I leave it off I have about 30 pictures on my Instagram you right? actually don't post that I much I don't post that much right? life is short post the photo I need to yeah. post a bit because do you remember the times when you go out when Bebo was a thing and the girlies with the blue and pink cameras 
You, they'd, they'd upload, they'd upload an entire album and you me. wouldn't say yeah. remember with the, when you hit the message and be like babe will you please take this down yeah. today <laughs> yeah. those were the days you, you just didn't know what you were getting really you, you didn't know what like... you were getting <coughs> and you'd wake up and you'd have the fear already and then they'd be like you've been tanked in all these pics and you'd be like and you'd be like no God. no thank you I love looking at those oh, I love, yeah. looking, at I love those. looking at those mine are mostly all on Facebook now like my friend Maggie sent me a uh, picture yesterday actually of me and the girls in 2007 at DC10 in Ibiza and the state of it Really? The state. We loved the side part and we did. <laughs> um, and yeah, loved a floral dress with a very low slung belt. I don't understand why they weren't around the waist girls. Way more flattering. They were just like down here. They were just low, weren't they? Oh, I, I feel like it was... Um, that was Girls Aloud era though. Girls Aloud. Okay. Yeah. It was Girls Aloud. Also, with the cause. also yeah. credit to Mucha and Sugar Babes. Yeah. She was V fond of a low hanging belt as well, she wasn't she? I feel like she still is. Is she? <laughs> I mean, like she could I think be. she could be as well. She definitely could be. Okay, so as Girl V Cancer started to gain traction and really take mm. off, you started another venture with two friends that you had actually made online, and it was you, me, and the Big C, and it was yeah. a BBC podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry now, I know you're used to recording with the BBC, and yeah. you're probably used to a few mics. We only have the one microphone here, girlies, in Stratford. Yeah, you're we're making two. This is kitchen. a lot more homely, and I can it swear. Is. Well, I haven't even asked you, I can swear. I just have oh, to, but can. yeah. <laughs> I can swear here, it's great. Yeah, no rules here. So mm-hmm. tell us about that, and how you got started with that, and what the reasoning for the podcast was. It's all Rachel Bland, so... I, when I was ill, obviously, like I said, you make friends in the online community. Yeah. And I came across Rachel. She had a blog, Big C Little Me. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually asked her to write a piece. She'd recently got re-diagnosed with cancer. She had a recurrence. And I said to her, would you write a piece for my community page? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I've been following you for a while. Like, I, I'd really have to talk to you about an idea I've got. And mm-hmm. for me, I knew Rachel as Rachel, Big C Little Me. I didn't really know she was a BBC presenter. Yeah. I didn't know she was on Five Live and she'd been there for years. But she was like someone pretty important over yeah. there and really well known. And she messaged me, she went, I've had an idea for this like cool cancer blogger podcast for people who are talking about their cancer experience online in the way that you are and I am, um, but do a podcast about it. And I was like, Funny. babe, I was like, count me in because it's yeah. missing. Mm. The, the open dialogue is missing, like yeah. having that chat. And Especially for your age group, right? Yeah, and, and also as well, like podcasts back then. So what we're coming up to year... Th- are we in year three now? Yeah. Yeah, when, you started yeah. in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's just flown. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. The cancer chat wasn't there. And podcasts really were just taking off. It's just yeah. mad how many there are now. Yeah. But we... Tell me about it. It's crazy. All trying, every, to, every, all trying to come for a game. Every yeah. home wants to make us. None like yours though, guys. None like yours. Yeah, it was just an idea she had and I was like count me in and she was also following Deborah James who's Bow Babe mm-hmm. I hadn't I knew of Bow Babe but I wasn't really following her because at that time I was really just following people who'd have breast cancer yeah. mm-hmm. um, but I think as well Rachel and her really connected obviously being stage 4 diagnosis and having children and things and being a very similar age Yeah. Um, and we were all diagnosed within like 3 months of each other that's so, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so it just made sense at the time just yeah she was like I'd love She apparently Steve tells us she had a list of like six people and she messaged like three or four of us yeah. and me and Deb were like one of the top two and we said yes and she was like over oh, the moon. Really yeah, which is so kind. It was so like meant to be, I think. Yeah. It, it was just, I just really didn't realise the impact and the magnitude of what it was going to be or even that, like the fact it was the BBC, I don't think it really re- like settled in because yeah. it was yeah. so out of anything I'd ever done before. Like this mm-hmm. was so new to me. Yeah. But also, as someone who talks about cancer and my experience so openly, it felt very natural to me. Felt very natural. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, we started, I remember being at my old job and, and she's like, can, we, can I call you? I was like, yeah. So she called me, I was at my desk and we were having a chat. Um, and she was like, right, so I'm going into pitch it now. I was like, pardon? Like, <sighs> me and Mike, who's a producer, he does podcasts at the BBC and he's still our producer now. So we're going in to pitch the idea to Jono, who's like controller. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I got a call half an hour later, we're on. <gasps> and then it just started from then. That's unbelievable. And then it just like soared. It soared. I mean, I don't know how many series we were on. Are we like six, seven? I don't know. We were, there's quite a lot. Yeah. Um, maybe more than that. We've done a lot of episodes. Yeah. There's, there's a saying in Ireland, you went from nyart to nyart, which means you went from strength to strength. No, I've never heard yeah. that saying in my life. Oh, nyart to nyart. Strength to strength. Oh, oh my God. Going like, nerd, nerd. I don't know why I'm even telling you this. It's because once you mentioned the Irish ancestry, me trying to educate me, me <laughs> file to quick, <laughs> Stratford. <laughs> Welcome to Stratford. But that's unbelievable. But it, yeah, it just yeah. took on. But then it was just like, as you said, it was obviously conversations that needed to be had because that's why everyone was delighted when it was happening. And talking about it in a way, like I always say, we talk about cancer like it's EastEnders. Like you tune into our podcast and it's not this down and out thing. Like yeah. we have chat, we have banter. Yeah. It's a normal conversation between friends because this is our reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it, it really does pe- switch people's brains into Completely. what a cancer patient looks like, acts like, what they want. And... To be able to cover subject matter that no one really was, like talking about sex and intimacy and mm-hmm. things like that was really important to us, finances. And it's it's just done phenomenal work. Like, it's really, really shit because we lost Rachel very quickly after we started the pod. Mm-hmm. Rachel died 2018, I think it was. Um, and she was the founder of the pod and I always credit Rachel for changing my life because she has. Mm-hmm. Like, Rachel getting me on that podcast has been the catalyst for so many amazing things mm-hmm. yeah. and if it wasn't for her having that faith in me, I wouldn't be probably sat talking to you about half the stuff I've done. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I almost feel like she was a bit of an angel. Yeah. She sw- swept in, did all this stuff, amazing things for me mm-hmm. and, and Deborah and then left and I will, I almost feel like it's a credit to her everything that I do to like, thank you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we, we did, we lost Rachel and it was really, really strange, right? It was the weirdest week of my life because I was away on a wedding, my friend's wedding yeah. in Malaga. And when I was out there is when Rachel texted us and told us she only had days to live. And it was really hard because I was out there with friends. I was so far away from home and just waiting every day for a message was horrendous. <sighs> yeah. like, the day I got back, I knew she was quite bad. But the day I got back was also the day that my first date episode aired. Yeah. And she was so excited. Oh, really? She loved her oh. So I know that Steve had it on in the room. I don't. I think she was pretty out of it at that point. Yeah. But he had it on in the room. So my first eight dates episode airs the night. Yeah. And then the next morning we lost Rachel. Oh, my God. So it literally, I went from being Lauren to being this girl on first dates, this girl on this podcast that was in every single newspaper, on every single TV show. We went on the one show. We were on BBC Breakfast. We were on everything. Jesus Like... It, because she asked us to she said listen when I die this is going to be everywhere and you need to run with it because we need to get the podcast out there like Rachel was oh so savvy God. genuinely she was like had the game face on yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was like, like how can we get this and make sure people know it, it's around and it just catapulted me into a stratosphere that I never knew it existed my now manager found me because of first dates in the pod yeah, in that in, short space yeah. of time like that week changed my life you, yeah. they literally just shot you into the sky it was, I was like was a cannonball like, yeah like, you were everywhere for that and then you were on the first day stuff as well and it just all piggybacked and so many amazing things happened off the back of it but I do feel like 
if it wasn't for the pandemic, I don't think I'll have breathed yeah. <laughs> for the last five years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it just went from strength to strength. And, yeah, and can the you podcast. Yeah. <laughs> say it, Lauren. I can't Lauren say it. Like, go, go, go. Oh, I can't even say it. Nyat Ganyat. Nyat Ganyat. Get Nyat Ganyat. We'll work on it. We'll get you to the Gwilatuk for two weeks next summer. Thanks. But yeah, no, it's it's. It's been phenomenal. We've done really well. We've won loads of awards because of it. It's really respected in the podcast community. And, yeah, yeah. And it's something I'm incredibly proud to have done and to do still. Like, and we still do it with Steve. With yeah, with Rachel's, I was going to say, Rachel's yeah. uh, with Steve. Up, yeah. He's mm. after stepping up and he's yeah. now, like... It was so like, strange. Like, on it. Because, you know, me and, me and Deb weren't going to carry on. We both really? said... Really? Oh, we both said when Rachel goes, we're not doing this anymore because we just... It broke up. We were broken. Of course, of course. Jesus. We can't... She was the captain of that shit. Yeah. yeah. She was the one who had was a BBC broadcast. She taught us everything yeah. we yeah. know. So like it felt weird to do it without her, but she it's she, like she spidey sensed it. Yeah. So like a couple of days before she died, she was like, You're I spoke to John, you're carrying on the podcast. And we were like, okay. Brilliant. <laughs> um, oh I love that she was like, oh yeah, no, you're, you're, you're still doing it. We didn't it, even babe. tell her. Like she just really? knew we were, she knew it. us well enough. Now I, I want it on record here, Touchwood, if I mm. ever pass right I'll carry on. PJ is not to carry on the pod. <laughs> he is absolutely not. I don't want him getting any more famous than I am. I, no. I want you to carry it on because then like... Oh, I will. I don't want you to carry on. Oh, okay. Should I? Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's good, it's good you got that cleared up now for you to get right in. Okay. I think there needs to be an actual lawyer present. Okay. You need to figure this out. You're, right you're the adjudicator. Yeah. I'll be the adjudicator. Yeah, 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 oh, come yeah. on. I'll just have to get better at my Irish accent. <laughs> That's what we'll do. Yeah. Me and Laza. Jesus. Watch out, watch out when you're around traffic, love. <laughs> this way of trust issues, babe. Yeah, I'm joking, I love you to bits, baby. <laughs> I love you to bits, baby. Um, but yeah, that, so that's the, the podcast thing, and we're really proud to do it with Steve. It was literally the first podcast we did after Rachel, we had Steve in, and we talked about doing other people yeah. in their yeah. seats, but it just felt so right. And as we said, we, there was never, no one was ever allowed to sit in Rachel's chair. Oh. The only person we let sit in Rachel's chair was Steve. And then once he was in that chair, we're like, we need you. Oh, that's Brilliant. so lovely. Awesome. And yeah. he brings another perspective to the show as well, yeah. I presume. Do you know what I mean? Completely. Like, because it's... the thing is, the reach of your podcast isn't just people who are sitting down Mm-mm. with cancer and going, oh my God, I relate so much to this. It's also the loved ones of those mm-hmm. like who have cancer and they're going, right, this is what my sister's going through. This is what my friend's going yeah. through. I'm more aware of it now mm-hmm. and I can relate to them better. You know yeah. what I mean? And also, I heard in one of the podcasts that it's actually being prescribed to um, people who have had cancer, yeah. like on their are... actual medical care forms, which is amazing. That's yeah. incredible. Because yeah. it, it, it's a support system, and like yeah. we know the NHS is stretched enough as it is, and yeah. we do need more because the thing is, cancer isn't just an isolated period of your life. My friend Bradley said this to me once, and it knocked my socks off because it's so true. He says that that having cancer is like the Hotel California. You can check out, but you can never leave. Mm-hmm. And it's that feeling of knowing you can't. I oh love that God. reference. It is so good. I'm like, yeah. when he said it to me, I was like, oh my God, mic drop. My whole world just went into like, yeah, yeah. Um, pull, pull, pull focus. But it, it is that moment of going, okay, I can never unknow what I know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can never, ever unknow what I know. Yeah. yeah. So with the, cat, with the podcast, it's really, I think it's really important that no matter what stage you're at, or whether a friend or family's gone through it or going mm-hmm. through it, you can pick it up at any point and there'll be something for you. Yeah. So to know that it's been given to people as a support system is, I'm so proud of oh that. Oh my God, you it's, should be so proud. It's more than we could have ever imagined. We just wanted to help women like us and I think yeah. we are doing that. Yeah. Men and women. Mm-hmm. And do you know what I think you're doing as well is that you're making it less taboo. You know, I love to normalise mm. things on this part. Yeah. I'm addicted he, to normalising everything. He has an addiction to saying he's normalising everything. But basically what I love is that sometimes 
Well, like in the past, when I say the word cancer, it almost felt like I was saying a swear word. Mm-hmm. Do you know oh what I mean? Oh my God, can I tell you this? It's a very Irish thing. So my yeah. mum's the Irish of, yeah. of my yeah. parents. When I got diagnosed with cancer, I, they said it's cancer. My brother was with us, mm-hmm. but I didn't let him come in the room. I think Spidey senses knew it was about to be bad news. Mm-hmm. Me and my mum went in, told me it was cancer. Mum straight up, she went, right, we're getting Ryan. I was like, no, mum, leave him outside. She went, get him Ryan. She needed the support, I now know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She opened the door, the most Irish mum thing ever. She opened the door. She went, Ryan, come here. Out the <laughs> Like if she said, do you know what I mean? Like, like mouth in a chin. Yeah. Like, you hear about her down the road now. Brilliant. And I'm like, oh, really everyone was. knows what you just said, Mark. That is, that is what Irish mums do. When my mum would get into the car now, right, and if she was going out doing her shopping, if she forgot her reusable shopping bags, She'd speak from the car, even though I can't hear her, she'd go, shopping bags, shopping bags. And I'm going, why don't you just mouth the word shopping bags? That's so funny. It's so funny. It was just that moment of, yeah. this, my world is falling apart, but this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. To the whole corridor, the whole oh, corridor. No. I was like, Tina Mahon, what yeah, are you doing? Oh legend. my God, it is, legend. Again, that's what I'm saying, it's the swear word, it's yeah. a dirty word. It's like, oh, don't talk about that. Oh, it's a, it's, and it's one in two of us, dudes. Yeah. Like, Get comfortable saying it because it's not you; it'd be someone you love. Yeah. But if we get comfortable talking about it, then if um, if it should happen, God forbid, you know where to go. You know, be supported. And also, if we're having conversations around cancer, if we're normalising them, people be much more aware of their bodies. It means mm-hmm. they'll get checked yeah. earlier. It means they'll survive. Yes. That's the most important thing yeah. to me. I feel like when I got diagnosed, I wasn't checking myself. None of my friends were. I think you're also busy partying, living like this hedonistic lifestyle. <laughs> I was trying like head, 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 head. <laughs> it's on the brain. But that kind of lifestyle, do you know what I mean? You're not, you're beating your body up rather than listening to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's one massive thing. Not only is it about community, for me, I just want to really empower young adults to be in their bodies mm-hmm. and to like know their bodies. Because if something should change, God forbid, and it is cancer, go and get that stuff sorted out straight away because your chances of survival are much higher the earlier you're catching it. Yeah, of course. It. Early mm. detection is it's like so paramount. Like, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for mine being caught early. Anyone listening, if there's anything that's been at you, even if it's not cancer-related, if it's not a symptom, just go to doctors and get it checked. Yeah. Why are you walking around exactly. carrying some kind of pain or ailment that you don't need to do? Check your tits. Yeah. Check, check your, your tits. tits. Just check your tits. Guys, check your tits. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Look, however you identify, everyone has breast tissue. Everyone yeah. can yeah. get breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just need to be aware of it. And it doesn't have to be this big, dramatic thing. Do yeah. it once a month. Do it in the shower. Do it whenever you want, but just do it once a month. You know what's normal for you. Yeah. End of story. That's all it's got to be. And if you don't feel anything, you just had a little play and it was a laugh. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You got to squeeze your tits. And it is something you mentioned before. I do think they should be like hammering at home in schools more. Copperfield have done amazing work in getting cancer on the curriculum. Amazing. So they talk about cancer, so common cancer symptoms and signs. So self-examination is now going to be part of like sex education and health education. That's amazing. It should be. Listen, my whole thing is... We go into rooms, historically, it's not the case anymore, but we go into rooms, a girl gets taught how to put a condom on a banana, they talk about periods, boys get put into a separate room. And it's like, it's separate. And we didn't even get that in Ireland, babe. Didn't even get no. it. No, like, it, it's, it's mental to me. And I'm like, first of all, we're teaching girls straight away and men straight away that sex is to, for babies. It's not about pleasure. I'm pleasure first. I'm like, pleasure positive, sex education needs to be the thing. Yes. A girl oh, should nice. be able to make herself orgasm before a guy even goes anywhere near that area or a Woo! girl gets anywhere near that, that area. Energy. Love that for you. No, it's true because it took me into it took me into my real like probably around the time I got cancer actually to really get comfortable with having with masturbation and yeah. and mm. having that pleasure time for myself. Sex was something that was done to me. 
not for me okay. for a very long time. That's mm. why I, I speak really openly about it now. Because mm. I'd love if, like, there's 20 odd year old girls hearing me talk and they're like, oh, actually, you're right. Yeah. I'd rather them get there earlier than I did. Exactly. <laughs> they're missing it when yeah. too many years. Too many years, man. <laughs> Have yeah, a the amount of orgasms. Honestly, it's so good for your health. It's really good for your mental health. Like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. the best. It helps me sleep. It's amazing. <laughs> but, oh my God, Nakios. Like a cup of warm milk. <laughs> 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 you can't say warm milk and no, orgasm in the same no, sentence. I don't think. No, no, that, <laughs> that's too far. No. Oat milk is fine. Oat milk, fine. It's oat milk. Um, yeah, they. Uh, for me, that's why it's so important. And, and as part of that, it is taking ownership of your health, not just your sexual health, but your physical health. And the fact that we, we talk about the breasts as reproductive organs, they give milk, but also like to show girls how to check them. If we embed this in their psyche. From a very young age, it becomes a part of their self-care yeah. routines. Yeah, completely. So it's something that's really important. And, and it's not about scaremongering. It's not about checking for cancer. It's about knowing what's normal for you. So if something changes, you know it's a change. Yeah. You're right. That's it's self-care. It so girls, when you're doing your face masks and you're whipping out the guishas and you're doing all the bits <laughs> and the rollers, have a feel off your tits and just check in with your bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's babes. I'm, just, just do it. Just, just put it in it. your calendar. We all, um, Copperfield have filled them on the first. It's the first of oh, every single month. Love that. And um, we'll get it and you guys can put it in, in some Dude, part of the pod. Yeah. But they do have a text check service. It's free. So you can sign up to the text messages. Stunning. And once a month they'll send you like a little boob pun and to remind you to get checking them that <laughs> Love day. that. I love love that. a boob pun. I feel like Apple are missing a trick. You know the way they be telling you to get up every minute with the Apple Watch because they're calling you lazy bastard because you haven't walked in five minutes. Yeah. They need oh, to do a reminder yeah. do. on the first of the month and say, check yourself, check your tits. Yeah, and Love also that. just check in with your body, even if you don't have breasts, even if yeah. it's just mm-hmm. anything. Like, just on the first of every month, be in your body. Like, has there been anything up? Is there something that's been at me persistently? Yeah. Is there yeah. something I need to check? Like, you know what it's like. Like, your bowel habits are really bad. If mm-hmm. you have blood in your poo, like, if yeah. you've got an itchy mole, like, just... At one point in the month, go okay, let's get this yeah. dealt with and just book your GP appointment. I'm so proud of you, so mm. proud, like, so proud. After, and as well, I feel like you're just getting fucking started. You're just, yeah, you're after making yeah. such a great community online and offline, and you'll never know the amount of people you're after helping. I don't want to know, yeah, honestly. I think if I knew, I'd get really overwhelmed, I'd yeah. feel too yeah. much responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I like to kind of live in my little bubble where I make things, throw it out into yeah. the world, yeah. and then move on to the next thing, yeah. Um, yeah. otherwise, I think I'd be quite overwhelmed with the yeah. scale of it all, but. Yeah, I'm really, really proud of it. You should be. You're doing um, incredible work. Yeah, and yeah. And How much money have you raised today for I think, those cancer charities? I think we're gonna be I think we're gonna be over hundred K like, From think, something that yeah. you've started from the ground up by yourself. Yeah. From a you hashtag on Instagram. Hashtag, yeah. Incredible. That's amazing. You. Do you yeah, know what I'm mean? really proud. I'm really proud. And it's honestly new girl vs cancer's coming. Exciting. Um got a whole rebrand. <gasps> we, re- we know we love a rebrand here at Ivan Grandma. Yeah, <laughs> we love a rebrand. Do we know when it's launching? Are you know Yeah, so yeah. there'll be a little reveal RuPaul style on the 31st of August which is my five year cancer anniversary <gasps> so five years to the day that I was diagnosed work thank you we'll have to go for a drink oh my god yeah I'm going to do cancer anniversary we'll drinks. do cancer anniversary yeah, 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 yeah. and then on um, the 21st of October which is the uh, five years to the day that Girl vs Cancer first post everyone out with a hashtag the site is relaunching so oh, real. yeah and hopefully there'll be a party and obviously guys you'll be invited maybe do, maybe do like a little performance oh, we'll to, and as well I events. feel like you've so many celeb friends when you were doing that lip sync in lockdown I loved it. a few months back I was like you know all the girls you know Nadine Coyle 
You know, you got Pixie Lot on there. Yeah, they've slid into my DMs, so I'll have that on. Really? Yeah. Now, one gripe that I do have, and I feel like now is the time to raise it. <laughs> I was like, Kevin. <coughs> when we were asked to do the lip sync lockdown, we got sent a list of tracks we could do the lip yes. sync to. Yeah. Okay. Initially, we selected the song Millionaire by Khalees. Yeah. We were told that was fine. Then that week, we were told Alicia Dixon had gotten the song instead <laughs> because apparently she had picked it first. Do you want to yeah. talk us through that? But also, if Alicia Dixon picks our song, you're going to give it to Alicia Dixon. Now, ultimately, I was happy because I wanted to do I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Okay. But I just wanted to know... I'm what so was, sorry, Lauren. What was his decision-making? So I'll be honest, I can't remember the ins and outs of this. I'm pretty sure Neither she came back to me. I had sent She's her... She's a diva. She had confirmed... <laughs> no, she had confirmed lockdown lip sync before you guys had. So she was a guest ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So I'd sent her the list ahead of you guys and said, pick a song. Obviously, Alicia is a lot more difficult to get to at times than you guys are. Yeah. So when she came back She's and Alicia said, Dixon. I'm doing okay, Millionaire, yes. I wasn't then going to turn around to her, go like Leash, and Why say, not? hey pal, can you re-pick a song? Because these two random yeah. Irish fellas are doing your song, she'd be like, who the so fuck I, are they, I'm Alicia knew, Dixon? And also, I just knew you guys would serve, know, yeah, no matter we what like, yeah. you did. To be so, fair, we bring in every ball, and we do yeah. actually And also, can you just please think back, to she actually sings live, Alicia does. That was... That yeah. was... It was unbelievable. Also, I will say... That let's get excited by Alicia Dixon is probably in one of my top ten bops of all time. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure. You're a legend. Group hugs. I love you. You're a legend, and honestly, we're so proud of all the work you do. And also, what a laugh that you're a fucking friend. Yeah. Are we lucky? We're so lucky. We're so lucky. We have mighty hoopla to look forward to now. That's our next Mm -hmm. one. We go dancing, and you're also doing hardcock life. So yeah, that's a club night. You can't just say hardcock life and just like we should go. It's called HCL. It's a it's a club night, guys. Anyway, Lauren, what a fucking dream. Thanks so much for coming on. We love you. Thank you. Love you. Oh, I love her. Lars, what a pleasure. I feel like after every guest leaves, we just go, oh, oh, love them. Love them. Imagine if we had a guest on who we were allergic to. And they to. left and we were like, oh, yuck, that was so shit, wasn't it, girls? Because they're the interviews that we like have to do as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as We've an just been so lucky. You need to interview people who you're not as fond of. Yeah. Now nah, we're not going to do that, are we? We're no. just going to have our friends. It would just be weird. Yeah, if so, and if someone was shit, we'd just be like, oh, we're just going to end the interview there because you're a bit yeah, annoying. You're a bit annoying. Leave? Can you get out? Sorry, I know it's yeah. like half Can you give me back you? the um, grandma mug? You don't deserve it. <laughs> That's the thing I've made such a point of giving people non grandma mug. It's like our Blue Peter badge. Yeah. That's what it is. And I love the we idea of it. We just said Lauren on our way there with her mug. I'm so proud of her though. She's incredible. She's incredible. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Right, on to somebody who's the centre of my community back home, Nuala Corby with Man Knows Best. My question today is I love my job, but want to try something new, but I'm scared. Any advice for leaving an organisation? Well, dear listener, glad to hear that you do love your job as there is nothing worse than going to work each day hating what you do. It can be soul-destroying. No, wanting change is a positive thing. You need to research and learn new skills about what type of work you would like. Do a lot of homework into this. I do feel it is easier nowadays for younger people to change jobs. I think they are so brave in venturing into new and unknown horizons. In my day, one decided what they would like to be. They got enough points in that particular area to be accepted for the particular job and had a job for life, pensionable and secure, as they you say. I do admire young people today as they are so up with modern technology and can turn their hand to any job. But on saying that, make sure you get all you are entitled to when you leave your present job. Good luck. In the future, go for it. It's time. You heard it here first, girlie. It's time to quit that job. But also, like, I would just say, leave the door open. Yeah, leave the door so, open. So, like, you don't have to, like, burn your bridges. Exactly. I would definitely say take the risk, though. Because, if you, like, you'll never know. You know yeah. what I mean? And that job will always be there for you. You can just go, girlies, I just have to do this for me. I gotta go my own way. Hudson Musical. Also, Vanessa Hudgens. life begins at the end of your comfort zone. What? That's a that's that's one of those house Live, quotes laugh, in it. Fights. Did you see the TikTok of the mother who yeah. has one of those house quote addictions? It's so funny. And her daughter's doing the lives. I was yelping. <laughs> she literally has the most first of all, chaotic signs around the gaff, yeah. right? Like and they're so wordy as well, right? They're so funny. But like on one wall she has like a collage of all these different quotes and I'm like it just, it was literally... An addiction. ...giving me a headache, but it was so much to take in. Also, if you look closely, there's a BAFTA in the video somewhere in the house, and mm. apparently um, it's the wife of, like, a famous actor. Now, I forgot his name. Really? Go Google. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look at yeah. you doing your behind-the-scenes research. <laughs> but, yeah, leave the job, girl. You won't regret it. Well, you might. Um, we're well, not liable. Might. I just say, don't burn your bridges. You're young out, so... No, we don't know, know your what age. age you are. But you know what? You're young enough. Age is just a number, girly. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it, girly. You deserve oh, it. I love this app. I love this app with Lauren. Love it's her. been so nice even being able to have people around to our house. You yeah, because I mean? like, we've, like, we've had a few guests on now this season. I just love it. Yeah, it's just nice and Lauren to was the first person we had here. Had in the gaff. First yeah. guest ever. She's welcome. Nature's healing girls. And also, you should have seen us. We were frantic getting the gaff ready for her. It was so funny because I woke up this morning and I was like, the gaff is actually 90. Yeah, we definitely um, cleaned. Now, it was mostly due to your glitter, I'd say, because PJ was serving glitter at the weekend for his look. There was glitter everywhere, girls. Also, all over my bed. Mm-hmm. What's that about? I don't know. Maybe because you were lifting me up and stuff. It was all over me. Yeah. But it was all over my bed when I woke up the next morning very confused. Oh, really? There was no glitter in my bed then? Now it's still in your ears, babe. <laughs> So you're definitely lying. It's definitely all over your bed as well. 
What's life without a bit of glitter, girl? What's life without a bit of glitter? Now put that in a frame and put it on my wall now. Exactly. And then hang it on my tombstone when I die. Anyway, girlies. girlies take care. It's been a bye. pleasure. Love you to bits. Bye, bye girlies. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.